Welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by BetSports, we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. Apologies for the uh, rough beginning there. Didn't realize we had snapped on. We've got a different producer this week. I'm sure he's going to do a great <sighs> job, but we'll be all right, Andy. He's fine, yeah. Dan, producer Dan is on vacation. Everybody gets a vacation before football starts, except me. Actually, yeah, I just did go on vacation. Never mind, but yes. <laughs> Weekend. The weekend is here. I mine didn't count. I recorded a segment when I was in Maine. The weekend was fun, except for golf. Golf was a mess. Golf continues to be a mess. I'm surprised they actually got off. They're, I guess they're golfing now. the The course had like standing water yesterday, so golf was messy. Football was messy. I really didn't see that much football. I enjoyed watching. The more more fun was the hot takes for basically every rookie quarterback as the rookie quarterbacks were starting to play. And, oh, my God, now now I think we, we're off fields. <laughs> we're off fields, and now we're on to Wilson, which he looked good too. We'll get to see another rookie quarterback tonight. We'll uh, talk about that here in a second. But, uh, yeah, the, the over, overreaction season is fun. It's and we great. didn't get – we didn't, we didn't get to do that last year, so it, it is great, actually. Is there a Twitter account or, like, a blog somewhere where everyone's collecting opinions people had and then immediately changed two days later? That should be a thing. Uh, I mean, I have a folder for that just with people I know. There was some of those last year where I like to, hey, this is what you said. And to be fair, I say a lot of stupid shit, too. I didn't like Baker Mayfield coming to the league, and we were high as hell on him the other day in the uh, in the deep dive uh you know, the old it's not even guys. so much like stupid things. It's just like someone who's like Andy Dalton's definitely starting game one. No way he's not. And then this week, Justin Fields definitely starting game one. There's no doubt. Maybe they'll go back to Dalton. It's that kind of stuff. I like that like quick reporting, like putting their foot down kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's the thing too. There's markets. If you really feel that way about those, there's several legal books that have markets up for first quarterback to take a snap. I. I do want to caution people from using those markets to think they're predictive. It's it's similar to anything like that. Limits aren't super high, and they aren't based on anything other than you know just market sentiment and people. So, you know, I'm I'm really leery about using that stuff. Be like, oh my god, look at this! It's for sure that Fields is starting, or for sure that Teddy's not the starter. I mean, there's some of that, and really, some of these coaches, some of these coaches, we don't know. Um, what's going to happen. So let's, let's get into tonight. I'll talk a little more about prize picks later, but uh, I did do a prize picks for tonight. Monday night football. Are you going to watch this at all? No, probably not. I mean, I might have it on in the background. Who knows? It's, I think it's good. These it's games have just been so rough. Have you, can you think of any preseason game you watched where you're like, wow, I'm really glad that, that I got to see that. I, I know this one, like on paper, it looks like it stinks. I might watch more than I, I'm letting on, I guess, because I am interested in the Taysom. We, you know, we talked a bunch of quarterback, uh, quarterback competitions. Technically, Urban Meyer says Minshew and you know our guy Trevor Lawrence are in a con- uh, competition, and obviously we have one in New Orleans there too. So I want to watch my boy Jameis for a bit. I'll probably watch the first half of this. So Jags and Saints will have a l- hopefully a lot more starters. We're going to see quite a bit more from the starters in both of these. I did put a prize picks entry together on this one. We will. Uh, We'll be looking at one of the starters. I'll to, um, Matt will have to bring it up. I'm Honestly, I'm even forgetting who I put in here. I went off some snap count snuff, snuff, stuff, but I also looked for some stuff as far as, you know, just who's going to play. And there are some injuries, man, for, 
for our, my New Orleans Saints, they're not mine, but I did bet them last year to win the division. There are some nasty injuries in the receivers. We're going to have uh, some weird snap counts from some guys that probably down the road aren't going to play a ton, but I did play some Ty Montgomery, who technically is still a running back, really. His over-receiving yardage Come is based on. off his usage in the last game, and what I expect to see, both of these guys are going to have to – it's kind of a fine line. Like, you got to go for it if you're Taysom and Jameis. But, like, a, a really bad interception is such a big black mark against you. It'll be interesting to see if they actually do push the ball deep either yeah. of them. Um, and then Trevor Lawrence is supposed to get some extended time today, so I took him over 95.5. This pays 3-1. to one. You can do this, too, on Price Pitch. Use our code BBB and get yourself a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. And Dan, look at Dan's joining us from the – Oh, the test track at Epcot. I rode that one. That's like the NASCAR ride. That one's fun. Um, Never been there. Tennis. Tennis was more of the same. Ash Barty's a, a beast. Alex Alex Verov apparently is a beast now. Maybe this is how he gets his his major. Finally, he starts winning some you know some Olympics, some uh, uh, Masters again, and then maybe you can finally play best of five. But we're heading to Chicago. Were we in Chicago last week? What to explain what the hell this is? Yeah, I mean to touch lightly on on Zverev, he's the guy who's beaten Djokovic the most times out of any of these guys. So as you start to look at the future, who's going to challenge Novak? We know Zverev has beaten him. I think Medvedev has at least once or twice, and I think that's kind of going to be our three guys for the next few years because uh, Sitsipov may not ever have recovered from whatever happened in, in the in the third, fourth, and fifth sets of the French oh Open. God. But the women are back in Chicago. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this. Uh, we do have three tournaments. This is the second of three Chicago events over the next month or so. Um, they built a beautiful tennis facility in Chicago. So trying to get um, some people there, some action there. Um, a nice place, again, to have three events in a year where it's been tough to, for people to travel around. And, you know, Andy, we've got the oddness of Indian Wells being after the U.S. Open. So it's been a good spot to fill in in North America a little bit. So we'll start here. Um, it might be Chicago at your book. It might be a Chicago 2. I don't know. It depends on how you look. It's a little odd, but it should be under WTA there. Um, we'll start with the first one. This is a money line. Zarina Diaz or Diaz. I'm honestly not entirely sure. Um, I was able to grab her right around minus 120. This has moved a little bit. If you can find anything in the minus 130 range or better, I think you're doing fine there. She's playing Christina Mladenovic. Uh, Diaz coming in as a qualifier with two wins already under her belt. I know we love that angle, Andy, so we're going to play it again. Ledenovic has just been in awful form, hasn't really won a match against a quality tennis player in about a month, month and a half at this point. So happy to fade her here at a short price. Um, again, it looks like it's starting to tick out. I think you should be able to find something in the minus 130 or so range, minus 135. I have her at, uh, excuse me, almost minus 155, minus 160 there. So like her. Another money line here, but we're also going to do a little bit of a prop. Anna Bogdan, another qualifier coming in to play Heather Watson. Um, just generally like the way Bogdan's been playing on hard courts this year better. Watson has picked up a little bit over the last week or so. Um, but here at um, even money or so, again, I have Bogdan as a favorite right around minus 125, minus 130. So even at minus 105, minus 110, I think that's fine. Again, coming through as a qualifier, has a couple matches under her belt, has generally looked better over the last you know, few – over the season on hard courts. 
And I'm also going to take her, a little sprinkle here, Andy, on her to win two to one. So for her to win three sets, basically, at plus 390. Watson has been competitive, and you go back through a ton of her matches have gone three sets. And as I start to look at this, it can be pretty close. Bogdan, again, is also someone, as I look at this, I think there's a strong chance of it going three sets. I didn't love that price. It was right around plus 140. But I think this plus 390 here is kind of a derivative of the over two and a half sets market, if you will, has a little value in it. I'm down for it. Yeah. Martin Sova, minus one and a half sets. You can also play this as her 2-0. Um, the money line is kind of interesting to me here. She's plus 120, but played at a book that voids on retirement. She had an abdomen injury about two tournaments ago, lost in the first match that she had in Montreal, but started to look better. And I think that if she is healthy here, it could be really competitive. And I actually bet on her to win this tournament. If you can find any outrights, she was around 40 to one or something yesterday or Saturday or whenever I bet that. But in this particular match, I think that if she does come out and she is healthy, she has a great chance to win this match 2-0. At plus 270, I think that's a really nice number and avoids a lot of problems if she does come out, is injured, maybe retires, or you know, kind of just gets pushed off the court. So we'll back her minus one and a half sets. And then this one's actually tomorrow, but it might be as early as 11 o'clock, which is just before the show starts. Kaya Kanepi, um, an underdog here in a match where I have her as a short favorite over Marta Kostiuk. I have her about minus 110 here, so plus 120 to plus 110, even plus 115 or so. That's about where I would draw the line. Looks nice to me. Um, a good player in these kind of situations in smaller tournaments. And again, I don't see any reason why Kostic would be favored in this match. So happy to get her at a plus number. Mar was it Marta? Maria. Mara. Marta Kostic. Marta. There's all these. There's That's so many different. Friend. Yeah, there's so many different first names when you start going to other countries. It's very confusing for Andy. Um, yeah, I'm down. I like tennis. God, if it weren't such a busy time of year, too, this would be a good, again, like Chicago's like four and a half, easy drive. We need to get that Amtrak thing going so you can just drink the whole way down. Or like the automatic yeah, car. Us. Or, the, the auto, or self-driving cars. Like a self-driving car so you can just get road trip all the way down, bring some gin with. Um, golf, like I said. It's been raining. Apparently, we're golfing right now. It's uh, people are teed off. Is is the rumor? I don't know. I haven't seen anything yet. Uh, most of my like of my outrights I played. The guy who's most in contention is Patrick Cantlay, who is seven shots back. Although with the you know the wet weather and what we've experienced here, it's going to be lift clean in place. So this course and it's going to be very soft. So I don't it's know. Somebody can scores. Somebody could shoot a 60, you never know. I did take an early look at the BMW, which is his second leg of the playoffs. If anybody out there has seen outright prices for this, by all means, let me know. I couldn't find any. I didn't look all that hard, but the usual operators who put them up early had nothing. I think it's probably because we haven't finished the Northern Trust, and they don't exactly know who the field is, although you can guess for the top of the market. There's people that mathematically couldn't end up out of it unless they withdrew. So that is going to be played at Caves Valley Golf Club, which I don't think there's ever been a pro tour event there. It looks like there's been some senior events, some regional um, amateur events and stuff like that. It's a Fazio course. Looks like a 71, 7,200 yards is what I'm seeing. But I've also read some stuff about some of the preparations they did. They lengthened it. So I think they're going to be able to lengthen this thing maybe out to like a couple hundred extra yards. Maybe that is with it. I really haven't got confirmation on that. And 
again, it looks like a really beat up book horses. They added a couple bunkers. They tried to make it tougher, but I don't think it's going to be that easy to make this course any tougher. It could be a nasty scoring one if the weather isn't uh, isn't going to be an issue. And then for today, sorry, how do you approach it as a course where there's never been an event before? Is is there anything you did different? How do you evaluate that? Can you look at maybe like you said some of the senior stuff or some of the am stuff to get a feel for it? I guess, like, I can look a little at, like, the – I'll pull up, like, the Google Earth of it and just kind of look at some of the – or if there's a good website for that, look at some of the design, if if there's, like, an advantage to certain types of golfers or if we have really, really wide fairway landing spots. You know, we, we, we can take a little bit just from how the course looks. I think it's just going to be easy for everybody. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to determine whether I'm going to go heavy on some bombers or just some guys that – who can get hot with everything. Some guy, approach guys who can putt as well. I want to see how big these greens are. A lot of information I don't have yet I'm going to dig into. So I'm almost glad there's no no uh, markets up for this. And then as we are starting golf today, I did make a small bet on Shane Lowry at 33-1. to 1. He's still available at 30-some places. You can get him. He's, uh, he's somebody who was halfway high in my models. And honestly, a couple people in the Slack chat brought him up too. So now it's been incepted. So I think I think it's turning into a play that like a bunch of people have made. So I am I'm in on Shane today. I'm hoping Shane out of that I, I actually took a little bit of money and split it between Shane Lowry to win and Shane Lowry to have the lowest round of the day, just in case his fifty nine doesn't get it done. Seeing how he, he is three shots back. You know, fifty nine will not be the sixty one if you uh, if Cam Smith plays well too. So I hope they get all this golf in today. But yeah, Shane Lowry, my guy today, and I'll have some more golf tomorrow. Hopefully, as we get to it. That's uh, you know, we'll figure it out. We're gonna get we're gonna get to the end of this golf season, Andy, and we're gonna make it fun no matter what we have to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 down for more golf. It just uh, these Monday these Monday finishes are a little tricky. Um, we did have football tonight i guess we talked about it a little but i wanted to get into market like we've been doing this one i have some fun facts on this one too if you uh i don't know how deep you dug into this more of a crap shoot around a little bit yeah it's a little random i feel like where you know I, I think drew made a really good case for the cowboys last year and then just it, it's one of those where well you have that amount of club. like I hate to throw him under the bus like a hey, shitty bet Drew but like that that offense wasn't going to be good when you're starting Ben DiNucci and the entire offensive line is injured like that that defense being bad was probably a plus for that right. to happen it just you couldn't have all right. the injuries on the offense too so bit of a crapshoot but you look at the top of the market it's something I noticed really quick was the top of the market Chiefs, Bucks, Bills, Packers, Ravens. Very similar to the top of the MVP market. In fact, almost identical, not quite in the exact order, and not with the exact same prices. And if you look back at the highest scoring team for the last five years, <clears throat> four out of the five years, the MVP was the quarterback for that team. The one year where the MVP was not on the highest scoring team, was Tom Brady with the Patriots a couple years ago. He was on the second highest scoring team, 0.1 points behind the Eagles that year. So essentially almost tied for the highest scoring team. So a shitload of correlation. And it really makes me think if you go look at some of the prices on these, if you like, you know, Brady to win the MVP or uh, what have you, the Bucks, I think, what is it, Brady to win the MVP is around 12 to 1 at win bet. 
And on here, you know, the Bucks to do highest scoring is plus seven fifty. So if you really want to bet the Bucks at plus seven fifty, make maybe take what you were gonna bet and take half of it and put it on Brady MVP. I like that a lot. And and the same thing, it's not all that same way. Like the same thing, there's prices that are correlated the opposite way as well, too. Like uh the the Rogers price, eight to one to win MVP, if you like feel like that maybe also put some on Packers to be the highest scoring team at 12 to one kind of cover both sides of it because again you can be you can be the highest scoring t- you might hit both honestly if you were dead right so if I were doing it I'd probably split the money up and really for my money uh man if I had to bet any of these I'd want a team with kind of a bad defense I'd want a team that's going to be an over team that's going to score a lot of points I might I might put a little on the Browns just as a tickler. I don't have a strong feel on this other than the, I really just want to talk about my opinion on the splitting up some money. Yeah. I think, you know, as I look at this, I like what that correlation made with the MVP market. That makes a lot of sense. Similar to what we talked about from the most touchdown passes market. I'm a little, I like the idea of having a team with bad defense. That's kind of why we like Matt Ryan in that situation. The Buccaneers, I wonder again, I think as you and, and Drew have talked about quite a bit, they have an easy schedule and they might be packing it up and, and kind of benching Brady and, you know, taking him out of games late in the season, which I wonder what effect that has to something like this. Same thing with the bills. You know, the bills I think are going to be able to take their foot off the gas late in the season. Um, the Packers, I was hard, interested to see the Packers this high. I felt like their schedule in terms of some of the defenses they had to face were a little bit harder. The Cowboys look fine to me. I think that'd be another solid bet this year. Dak Prescott, all those great receivers. The line's healthy for now, so you might as well go with it. I mean, they're going to run the ball too much, but they still should put up, you know, video game style points if they're healthy. Yeah, I can get down with that. So if you have a hot take on this market or anything else NFL related, we are getting right down to the nitty gritty. We're very dangerously close to playing some actual NFL games next week. We'll pretty much suck for preseason and then we'll take a little bit of a break and we'll get into the regular season on September 9th. We'll talk about more of these markets as we go as uh, WinBet actually has a pretty nice menu of, I don't want to say exotic. This isn't that exotic. It's just, I feel like I've had to shop around at a bunch of different places to find different markets like this. WinBet does have a lot, including some do. the the exact win market, which has intrigued me, especially with my synthetic Bengals bet. So if you want to make those bets, you can do it over at WinBet, where you can get a $500 risk-free bet signing up in any of the states where they are legal, eagle, risk-free, $500, the 1000 in Michigan. Thank you for being our flagship sponsor, WinBet. Thanks to Alex. Thanks to producer Matt for getting it mostly right today. I think he did okay, and thanks to you. If you're in the YouTube chat, give us a thumbs up, and if not, I don't know, go over there, log in, and give us a thumbs up. I want like 30 thumbs up today. That'll make me feel really good on a Monday, man. All right, Alex, should we call her a day or what? That's all I got. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Yep. Check it in.